Welcome to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the latest marketing trends, tools, and tips, and provide you with the top resources you need to thrive and make your marketing mesmerizing. And now, here's your host, Dimple Dang. All right, you guys, welcome back to Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the latest AI news. We're going to talk about ChatGPT, Claude, Midjourney, all your favorite AI platforms. Also, just so you know, you're going to want to listen all the way to the end because I'm also going to be sharing with you some ChatGPT prompts that you are going to find useful for things that you do day to day when it comes to business and marketing and just being more productive overall. So let's get started. This morning when I was looking online, Sam Altman, the founder of the company that is behind ChatGPT. So he's saying that AI systems could eventually be capable of superhuman persuasion. Wow. So he's saying that such capabilities could lead to some very strange outcomes. And, you know, his comments come at a time where there's already fears over how rapidly developing AI technology is. And so Sam Altman also commented that as AI technology continues to grow, it's also speculated that AI technology might even surpass the cognitive functions of humans. Now, that is something to really think about. So if you look at AI, it's growing at a very, very rapid pace. It's growing so quickly. I guess it's a little alarming, of course, but it doesn't really surprise me because it's growing so quick. So keep that one in mind. All right, let's talk about what some of the new features are with ChatGPT+. And so what they're going to be doing is they're going to have automatic tool switching. So what this means is you're no longer going to have to manually switch between like the browsing tool, advanced data analytics, code interpreter, and Dolly. So ChatGPT will now handle doing the switches automatically, even though the option to switch these tools manually will still remain available. Also, both of these functionalities are available with the ChatGPT enterprise plan, which was introduced back in August. And then OpenAI is going to incorporate these features into the independent ChatGPT plus subscription through this update. And really the difference between ChatGPT plus and ChatGPT enterprise is that the enterprise option provides enterprise level privacy, security, and deployment tools. And that ensures that the AI model used by OpenAI's corporate clients does not train on business data or conversations, and the models remain unaffected by usage within the corporate environment. So that kind of gives you an explanation of that. And then when you think about generative AI chatbots, you know, they made their entry like back in November of 2022, right? And I think what I really remember all of this stuff taking off was around March of this year. And when ChatGPT came about and every week there was like new AI tools coming about more and more and more and more and more. And I just think it's interesting how like things have grown so quickly, right? And then after ChatGPT, there was Microsoft and Google. They introduced their own AI chatbots. So because OpenAI has more competition now, they really need to 
be innovative to sustain their position in the AI chatbot competition. So what they are doing is they're making an update, right? And what's going to happen is so there's going to be a beta feature for ChatGPT subscribers, which is going to allow them to upload PDFs. So the chatbot is going to analyze the files and allow users to start asking questions about them. So let's pause for a moment and let's evaluate that. I think this type of feature would be extremely beneficial to lawyers or to anyone who has to evaluate long documents and agreements and pull information out of them. Because imagine having to scroll through hundreds of pages of PDFs just to pull out the useful data. That can be a very tedious task. And then this is actually going to be available for plus users. That means you do need to have a ChatGPT paid subscription, not the free plan. And what's interesting is that remember how all of these startup companies started making all these different AI tools and such that were doing all these individual things. So you got to wonder, did OpenAI just actually kill a bunch of these startups? Because now that if it's going to be all inclusive, there won't be need for some of those other sites out there. So I think that they're going to have to rethink if they want to have solo offerings, that they have to be something that's not already being offered by ChatGPT. And ChatGPT and other AI platforms are going to continue to get better and better and better. So now let's skip over for a second and let's talk about Anthropic, which is the developer of Claude 2. Okay, so Claude 2 is basically just another AI tool similar to ChatGPT. It has a little bit different functionality, which I will tell you guys in a moment. But Google reportedly invested $2 billion in Anthropic, which is the developer of Claude 2. And it's basically a rival chatbot to ChatGPT. And what's interesting, too, is that not only did Google invest in Anthropic, Amazon also invested $4 billion into Anthropic. So this news is huge, right? So basically, the agreement revolves around a broader collaboration to develop the most reliable and high-performing foundation models in the industry. So I think this is really huge news, right? So in addition to the Claude 2 model, Anthropic also offers a cheaper Claude instant alternative, which can handle a range of tasks such as casual dialogue, analyzing text, summarizing information, and also comprehending documents. So to give you guys a little bit of information on Claude AI, it's basically designed to help users generate natural language text such as emails, reports, and other documents. And then they have a paid plan for people that use it more frequently. And those features have unlimited access to use it, priority support, and custom training data. And so we talked about that. Let's talk about perplexity. So I have been using perplexity a lot lately too. What I like about perplexity is it gives you like the most current information out there on the internet. And it also curates where that information came from. So the co-founder and chief strategy officer of Perplexity is Johnny Ho. And Perplexity focuses on building AI-powered systems for ranking and back-end systems. 
Let's talk about some of the significances of some of the updates and features in the different platforms. So the Claude paid version is really important because it shows that there is a growing demand for AI-powered writing assistance. And because of that, this could lead to more startups developing similar tools and competing in the marketplace. And as far as perplexity AI, that's significant because it shows that there is an interest in building AI-powered systems for ranking and backend systems, and this could lead to more startups developing similar tools and competing in the marketplace. Let's talk about some of the differences between ChatGPT and Claude and Perplexity. So ChatGPT it has some limitations in the sense where it doesn't get you the most current information. It dates back to, I think, 2021 is the information that it can get you. And then it also has a limitation of 3,000 words in terms of what you can type into the prompt. And then there is a free plan, which you can use, but I prefer to use the paid plan because you get faster responses and you also have access to use more of the platform. And I use it every single day, all day long. And then let's talk about Claude. So Claude's a little different. It can actually help you with summarizing content, general research, and also creative and collaborative writing, Q&As, coding, and more. And here's the biggest difference with Claude versus ChatGPT is that it has a window of 100,000 tokens, whereas ChatGPT, the 3,000 words equated to 4,096 tokens. So it allows it to retain long-term contextual information that is similar to a human's memory. And then with Claude, there are two versions. There's Claude and Claude Instant. And so Claude Instant is like the lighter, less expensive option. So Claude's paid plan gets you unlimited access to use it as well as priority support and custom training data. Now let's talk about perplexity. So perplexity really focuses on being transparent and being more accurate and safe. It can answer questions in real time and explain search results with references. This is the part that I really like because I can actually click on the references. I can see where the information was curated from and is it actually relevant? Is it accurate? And it gives me a little bit more peace of mind knowing that the information is coming from a source that I would trust or not trust and then I know which route to take. And so Perplexity, they have a free plan and they also have a paid plan that has integrations with new AI models. To summarize, ChatGPT is focused more on generating text that is hard to distinguish from human written text. And Claude is focused on retaining long-term contextual information and helping with different tasks pertaining to that. And Perplexity really focuses on more on accuracy and blending conversational capabilities with the accuracy of a well-powered search engine. All right, so now this is the part that you guys have all been waiting for. I'm actually gonna talk about what type of prompts that you can use for ChatGPT to get certain things done. We're gonna be going over some prompts in the marketing category, the writing category, the business category, and the productivity category, because I think those are all important things, right? So. For example, if you are working on a social media campaign, you can say, generate a list of catchy headlines for a social media campaign centered around 
And then in the blank, you'd fill in what the campaign is about and it can generate headlines for you. You can even be specific and say, generate 10 catchy headlines or five or 20, and it will actually do that for you. Then in the marketing realm as well, you can actually tell it to create a script for a video that you're creating. And you can say, I'm creating a video for YouTube that is going to be around three minutes long. Please help me create a script around blank topic. And then you can give a little bit of feedback of what the topic entails. What are some bullet points that you're going to talk about? And it will create the script for you. And what's interesting is it can even tell you like, okay, what you should do in the video. So that's really, really amazing. Now I like to use it also for planning my podcast episodes. So if I want to have a podcast episode and let's say I'm bringing someone on the show, I know a little bit about their industry and business, but I don't know everything. And I want to come up with a list of questions so I can go to chat GPT and say, please act as a, so keyword act as a podcast producer and come up with 10 questions that I can ask my guest on my show. This is who they are. This is what they do. And it's going to do that. The other thing is I can tell it to come up with ideas for podcast episodes based on what industry the podcast is in. So if it's like marketing, I can say, help me come up with, you know, five podcast episode ideas. These are the kind of things that I normally talk about on my shows. I can list them. I can say SEO, marketing strategy. I can say AI, whatever it is I want. And it's going to come up with titles. And once it comes up with a title, the next step would be to say, okay, I like this particular title. Now, can you create a detailed outline for talking points for this episode? And it's going to do that. And even when it does that, you can tell it, you can dive deeper. So like every step that you take, you can dive deeper and you can say, expand on this section, please expand on this. And it's going to do that. And there's certain things that ChatGPT is really good at. There are certain things that I would say I'm not that impressed with. So it just depends, right? But I will say for podcast production ideas and planning out your podcast episodes, it is really on the ball amazing. So definitely try it out for that. All right. Let's suppose that you are going to start a new business and you want to put together a business plan. So this is how you can do that. First of all, you can tell ChatGPT, outline the key components of a successful business plan for a startup. And then it can give you those key components. Then you can take that step further and say, my startup is going to be about this type of business. We're going to be doing this. This is our mission and all of these things. And it can literally help you write an entire business plan. You can take that business plan and you can go to investors and you can get investing. So it can really, really do a lot of things. Now, another thing that you can do is you can say, so here's a prompt I'm going to give you. You can say, explain the Pomodoro technique and how it can be applied to improve work efficiency. Now, another one that you can do is let's say an example for writing you can say, create a compelling narrative for a crowdfunding campaign for an innovative clean energy project. So that's just one example. Just really depends on what it is that you are trying to work on and what industry it is, right? And you can even say for productivity, you can say, describe the Eisenhower matrix and how it can be used for prioritizing tasks. 
The other thing I like to use it for is I like to research different writing styles. And I like to say, what are some popular writing styles that are compelling and engaging and popular? And it can give me those writing styles. And then I can say, write content in that writing style. The other thing that you can use ChatGPT to help you solve problems. So when you're not sure how to handle a particular situation, let's say you have a difficult client, let's say that someone is blowing you off and you don't know how to get back in touch with them, you can tell ChatGPT what your situation is and it can help you craft an email that you can use or just speaking points if you're going to be having a meeting in person. And it's really great for all of those things. Personally, I love using ChatGPT for research. There are things that I'm like at the last minute, I don't know the answer to. So it's like, oh, even if it's like, well, what to do if your hand hurts? Like, you know, what are, and then it just can tell you, or you can say a home remedy for something and it's going to give you the information. Now I'm going to put a big caveat out there. Is ChatGPT always going to be hundred percent correct? Absolutely not. So I always say the disclaimer, fact check, fact check, and fact checked. And you know what? Like you still need to put your own human intelligence into using AI. So I always say like whenever you're using ChatGPT, whatever output it gives you, I don't take that output and ever use it directly. I always put my own spin on it. I modify it. I put my own human intelligence into it because that's what it is. AI is a tool, right? But as humans, you still have the intelligence, right? Because it's going to depend on the prompts that you give it. So the better your prompts are, the better output you're going to get. And that's just the way it goes, right? Now, another way you can use it for marketing is you can say, develop a pitch for influencer collaboration to promote a new fashion line, right? You can even use it to do research. You can say, I am a micro influencer and I'm looking for agencies that accept micro influencers for brand deals. Give me a list of agencies and it's going to do that. And then of course you need to check if they're still around and it's accurate, but it's going to do all that information for you. Then the other thing you can use it for is you can use it for crafting like social media posts, right? You can say, I want to write a post about this narrative, or I'm trying to tell a story about this and I want to share it on LinkedIn. Can you improve it? And it's going to improve it. And the other cool thing I love is you can even tell it to create social media posts with emojis and with hashtags. So this way you can actually use it for Instagram there's so much you can do with this. I actually helped a client write an entire book that she put on Amazon. So there's so many different things that you can do with it, but it's really knowing how to give it the right prompts. Because if your prompts are very generic, your output is going to be generic. If your prompts are actually more thought out and very detailed, you're going to get a much better output back from ChatGPT and not just from ChatGPT. This goes for like any other platform that you use for AI, if you prefer to use, let's say, let's say if you prefer to use perplexity, even it's all about being clear in your messaging and what you want. So I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you guys next time on mesmerizing marketing. Share this out with your friends. And if you enjoyed these AI prompts, let me know. And I might do an episode on 
just all AI prompts, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show so you don't ever miss an episode, and also share it with your friends. Dimple would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review and visit the podcast website to check out all the latest episodes at www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. That's www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. And follow Dimple on Clubhouse. Her handle is at Marketing Expert. And also join her Mesmerizing Marketing Club also on Clubhouse for live rooms on top marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to mesmerize their marketing. 